Welcome and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Jane Irrigation Training Series. I'm your host, Richard Restucia, and today we're going to be talking more about the future of irrigation ag tech uh, with this uh, merger of SWIM and Jane Logic or Jane Irrigation, uh, which we've been talking about the last uh, couple seminars. And what we've learned over the past couple seminars is that actually uh, proper water accounting, really tracking what's happening with your water is more important today than ever and will continue to be more important as we go forward, right? With the price of water increasing, it's just becoming a much more valuable commodity. And uh, we have some technology that you can use that's gonna make managing the water so much easier. So helping us with this uh, journey today and really, you know, the thing that was so important to me about this process of webinars was finally getting to the last one here where we say, okay, we understand that there's a reason why we need this. Now, prove that it works, right? Because this is what everybody wants to know. Does this really work? And uh, by the end of today, you're going to hear from some customers that have actually used uh, the SWIM software successfully and what it meant to their business. So uh, very exciting today. And, and taking us through this uh, today is going to be Kevin France. He's the co-founder of SWIM and the former CEO of SWIM. So working with us, he's, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I see Kevin's commitment to SWIM and all that he's doing to help us today. And I really understand that uh, he definitely cares about conservation, about water, and most importantly, about his customers. So uh, Kevin, you've done such a great job helping us. Uh, I wanted to say thank you for that. And thank you for being on today. It's been my pleasure, Richard. Thank you. And also joining us is uh, Jeff Tool, Executive Vice President of uh, Jane Distribution Holdings. He's been the uh, thought leader for ag tech at Jane now for a while. He's uh, He's going to be taking the uh, SWIM systems forward from here, and he's got a vision of what this can be that I wanted to be sure we shared with all of you, so uh, you can be well informed of what's happening. So Jeff, uh, thanks, uh, and, and welcome for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me, and I want to echo uh, your thanks to Kevin. He's, he's definitely been my my sidekick uh, throughout this whole you know process, and he and I have, have been working on this uh, for, for months now and it, it's been a it's been a real pleasure yeah, my yeah pleasure. you, Thank you can guys. really see right the effort he's putting in now is um Definitely. is tremendous and and you can see it's been this way for years so uh yeah thank you again kevin so Jeff, moving forward, I think a big question everybody has is, uh, and then I keep getting, and that we're actually gonna answer today is, are you going to merge the SWIM software in with the Jane Logic software? We are, we are. And I actually have got a, a slide prepared to, uh, to talk a little bit about that today. You know, this, this might be the most widely used um, graphic in Jane AgTech history. Some form of this has been shown for, for a while now. Um, this is a modified version uh, from what you know, some of the viewers may have seen in the past, either used by me or Eric, you know, mostly when we were talking about water management services, but it really does lend itself well um, to talk about, I'll say, two key elements that I want to go over in order to, to explain the benefits of combining uh, Jane Logic and, and SWIM. And the first is, is really, it's simply the breadth of applications covered. 
And, um, you know, looking at this diagram, if you start with crop evapotranspiration, you know, we all know this, we, we talk about it, we hear about it. We now have two tried and true methods that combine hyperlocal weather data and satellite imaging. And um, it's, it's, not, it's not visual, um, but it's embedded into SWIM's patented water balance algorithms um, as, as a calculation of ETA. Uh, to really what what on the swim side through the patents they're determining you know actual field water consumption and folding that into their water balance algorithms and you know on the gene logic side you know you can see visually both um, the etc so um, specific field um, water consumption as well as ndvi and um, you know, growers can look at that imagery and benefit from both of these. So um, it's really it's a it's a super powerful combination of actionable information on a field specific basis that are provided through this combination. And kind of as we continue on this diagram, if you talk about field monitoring, now. Everyone listening today should know uh, that, that Gene Logic is an industry-leading agronomic tool you know, when it comes to field monitoring. And I won't, I won't go into all the details here as, as we've covered, uh, we've covered those details a number of times in other webinars, but really suffice it to say that if it has to do with soil, water, or weather in the field, uh, we can monitor it for you. And again, you can go back and look at some of the other webinars to get into the, the details there. But with SWIM, we've, we've now added inflow and outflow monitoring from both surface water and groundwater sources. And included in those calculations um, on the SWIM water balance uh, for outflows is, is runoff or deep percolation. So you're getting a full accounting of the water coming in, you know, going into the field and then water that would be lost or going out of the field. And, uh, you know, Kevin uh, did a great job last week in, on, in his webinar talking about um, the details of some of that, and he'll probably touch a little bit on that um, more. So you can see when it comes to, um, you know, field monitoring, there's just a lot we have to, to offer there. And then the last thing that I wanted to cover uh, <clears throat> on this slide was, by combining these two, we're able to bring automation into the equation for those wanting automation along with the water accounting through SWIM. And, you know, it's really the only platform that will, you know, be able to do both, you know, um, really all three when you look at, you know, the monitoring, um, automation, and water accounting. Super powerful. Um, you know, at Gene, we've been doing sophisticated automation on pumps, valves, fertigation, reservoirs, et cetera, for, for several years, which, which really brings me to the key second element. You know, at the beginning here, I said there was two, two elements. The second key element is all of this is possible on a single platform. And I believe this is important because we hear it every day that, that growers do not want to have to log on to multiple platforms, you know, in order to be able to monitor and, and control their fields. 
And, you know, with this combination, you know, we can now offer uh, that and, and growers will have the ability to receive the swim reports as well as all of the, um, you know, functions that we've talked about for uh, Gene Logic. That's fantastic, Jeff. And uh, that's a lot of features that you just mentioned right now. And you know, I always like to push past that and say, all right, what's the real value though here? What's, a, what's the value uh, the growers get from this? Absolutely. And I, I, I've got something here. Um, you, you set me up <clears throat> perfectly. This is, a, this is a new slide. And I, I created this slide to show the hierarchy of, of cost and value for the full suite of products. And this is something we haven't done before, you know, with, with the addition of SWIM, we really feel like, um, you know, we've got uh, all of the applications and need covered uh, by growers when it comes to, to water and, uh, and irrigation. And if you start at the top of the pyramid using, uh, looking at the crop response, so I kind of titled that crop response, Using sensorless gene logic as is really the lowest cost entry point that provides field specific NDVI and ETC, along with the use of our seven day weather forecast and irrigation scheduling tool that that gets you in the game. It's it's a low cost. Um, I won't say I don't want to say low value, but the value grows as we move down the pyramid. So if you look at the next level of, of value and, and of course, you know, with value, the, the price point on this, the cost would be a little higher. We have, you know, field and water monitoring. And this can be done by Gene Logic and Swim, depending on the level of detail and also how much visualization that is desired. You know, with Swim, it's, it's more reporting, weekly reports and, and accounting of the water and in uh, a couple of the prior webinars we showed what those reports look like and then on the gene logic side there's a lot of you know widgets that are agronomically um, related and can show trends you can see you know monitoring in real time et cetera et cetera so it really gets you to that next level moving down the pyramid we see scheduling and uh, and reporting and again, this moves us to, to a higher level of both benefit and cost. So our award-winning water management consulting services uh, is really a great example, um, as is the SWIM you know, water delivery reporting and water balance reporting. Both of those uh, are high value um, and it goes way up with these services because we're really, at this level, we're shooting for significant water savings through through optimized irrigation scheduling. Um, we're also, you know, looking at compliance and compliance reporting. You know, Sigma's bringing on a, a lot of pain points for growers and being able to, to uh, report accurately, um, being able to audit water deliveries, uh, for example. And I'm not going to go into a lot of details here because I think Kevin uh, will talk about, you know, the importance of of data ownership shortly. And we'll actually hear from a couple growers, but it's just it's another huge value that you really don't want to get caught without. And then, you know, kind of finally at the bottom, uh, it's really the overall highest value 
Um, and typically the highest cost is, is full field automation. So when you think about system automation, the value here is really derived from significant labor, uh, labor savings, water savings. And sometimes people say, okay, where's the water savings? It's really about accurately starting and stopping irrigation events. You know, we've done some studies and we've had some webinars in the past where we talked about, you know, the amount of water that is wasted by over irrigating when you have a manual starting and stopping of irrigation events. And, you know, frankly, it's one of the areas that we see the most growth in right now. There's, there's been um, a significant um, more interest in automation in the past, I would say six to eight months than in the prior two or three years. And so we're, we're really encouraged by that. The growers are seeing uh, the benefits. And I also wanted to point out that, you know, when you start and stop irrigation events, if you're doing any type of, of injection, uh, chemical injection, fertigation, you're also saving there because if you run water longer, and you've, you're injecting chemicals and you're not starting and stopping those injections, um, I'll say in an automated way, then you're probably, you know, wasting the chemicals as well. So, you know, by, by combining technologies, we really can build on each segment of the, of the pyramid and, you know, growers can choose the segment that best fits their needs and budget. Uh, it's, it's important to know that there's not a, a single dependency in this pyramid. And so, so what that means is there's no all or nothing options on this pyramid. You could, you could start at any point on the pyramid and move to uh, a higher level of value without sacrificing your investment. So you could start at the top with simple, you know, centerless chain logic. And we, we have growers uh, today that are starting at the bottom of the pyramid. They're going for the big bang for the buck and they're going straight for automation they're, they're telling us look we don't even want to think about or pay for monitoring yet um we're going to look to add that down the road but we want to automate now and uh and go for that so um i, I hope this the pyramid here gives a, a good uh, illustration of really the breadth of products that we have to offer and it value that can be derived yeah, it sure does, Jeff. Uh, and that was, I really appreciate the coverage on this. Uh, and one thing I know for sure is with uh, Jane Logic, I can, you know, get a cup of coffee in the morning and 10 or 15 minutes, I can, uh, I can have a good idea where I need to be for my day and checking water or my water manager can be. Uh, Kevin, is that true with SWIM? Uh, you know, I'm worried that maybe some of the people that are watching this today are worried that my water manager is going to be all day on the computer and I really need him out in the field. So what do you have to say about that? <laughs> we haven't seen that to be the case uh, in most cases. I could tell you that most of the folks that use at least the SWIM component the reporting, they'll incorporate it into their weekly meetings, right? So they'll sit down, the farm, the farm management team will sit down, including they have one water manager, they'll look at what has happened in the uh, past uh, cycle, normally weekly, although sometimes it goes further back. And then they use that to make their plans for the next go around. So they're not, they're definitely, there's no exception for kicking the dirt, right? You still need to be out uh, in the field, but this gives them a good foundation, whether they're on their device looking at it while they're in the field or looking at paper reports, uh, just varies depending on who's looking at the data, but um, that's normally how we see it work. Yeah, 
Okay, good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Well, Jeff, um, I'll take this slide. Appreciate you popping it up. Yeah. Um, the, there's a little backstory behind this. And so I want to share that just briefly. Many of the folks on the webinar are going to know Dave Pooley or, or know of him. He was former executive vice president, has been with Western Growers Association for a very long time. Worried about policy and advocacy concerns around uh, Western growers, Western-based growers um, for many years now, and he's re relatively recently become the CEO. Early in SWIM's development, we had the honor of having him on our board of directors in the development stage when we were working with USDA, Colorado State, Utah State, uh, and the other uh, land-grant university folk. And so he helped us kind of drive the policy or advised us on the policy. And to his credit, he kicked some dirt with me. That's probably not going to surprise most folk who know him. We went out to multiple meetings, most of them in the Central Valley, um, water districts, large scale growers, some of them being Western Growers members, some of them not, um, and kind of took, took a roadshow, maybe is the best way to call it, uh, of swim around and about, kind of shared the uh, the benefits with uh, a whole myriad of different stakeholders. And I remember we were sitting in one specific meeting uh, in the Central Valley at water districts and key growers. Some of them were involved, involved directly with the water district. Some of them were not. They were just landowners and, and of course, growers and a member of the district. Um, and they were asking this question, and it's a good question to ask. They said, why do we need this data from the from the grower standpoint, why does the grower need this level of data? The district's giving me some level of information. It's enough to get by. Uh, and then the district's asks the same question. Why would we want this higher granular level of data? We're doing some level of measurement, right? I mean, some of it all the way from rudimentary reading meters to some level of telemetry data. Uh, and data, uh, Dave, who's a very thoughtful gentleman, kind of sat back. He went like this and he thought, and he responded uh, with this quote, an argument over water is an argument over data. So all the arguments around water use, right? It, it's, it comes down to one point, and that is effectively the quality of your data. And why that's so important is unfortunately, when we've seen these types of matters go to some sort of uh, court or some other judicial body, governmental body, when, when, when a grower, and we've, we've seen it a handful of times, has an argument with the regulators on their water allocation, and they go in, the party, and it doesn't matter if it's a water district, if it's a governmental body, if it's growers fighting growers for water allocation, doesn't matter the counterparty. But the bottom line here is the ones that win have the best quality data. The argument over water quantification is a pure argument over the quality of the data. And so if you walk in with the equivalent of a shoebox worth of receipts, whether that's in the form of an Excel spreadsheet that has meter readings on it, you know, just throughout the, the season, or it's an output from your automation uh, utility, whatever the case may be, you walk in with that level of data and you have someone that has better data, what's going to happen? Well, you can imagine. They're gonna, the, the one that's making the decision on your water allocation, your livelihood, which again, as we talked in the last seminar, there's no other, there's no other option to get water. You've got surface ground, you've got a, a, a finite uh, number of sources. You lose that water or lose a, have a reduction in that allocation of water. It materially affects your operation, in many cases, in perpetuity. Yeah. And so that's that's the that's the, that quote still sits with me today. It's seven eight years old. 
it's powerful. And I think that one line says it all. Yeah, it's it's if I can comment, it's so powerful. And we heard the same thing, you know, when when I first came uh, came on and and Sigma was starting to get hot and heavy, and and you know the 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 districts. Uh, the SGAs were just starting to have to put their plans together. There was all these meetings up and down uh, the valley. You had so many experts coming in. You had attorneys. Um, there was one one expert that had come from Australia where they had already been through this, you know, six or seven years ago, and a lot of pain points, you know, for them. And it just kept coming up, you know, time and time again um, about the need for growers to have their own data. Um, it, 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 one of them equated it to if you went to an IRS audit and you just relied on their data, you'd have no argument. You'd have no leg to stand on. You just pay whatever it is they said to, to pay. But for those of us that have been through IRS audits, who do you show up with? You show up with your CPA and your own books and, um, you know, you, you, you argue it through and, and, you know, you can usually prevail or you'll come to some uh, middle ground there. But yeah, I, I love this slide. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's, that's it, right? I mean, it's Great. And we've seen yeah, we've seen that 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 play over in a handful of ways. And I don't want to make light of it because I've seen growers within my family, my my extended family, my ag family as I call them, lose their farm over losing their allocation of water. And it's painful. And it shouldn't have to happen. Yep. Um, um swim looks to to offset that risk by creating what we call the equivalent of financial statements for water. And this will resonate with those that have a accounting background. And we provide this unique combination of hardware integration monitoring, physical data, right? Real-time data, it's not estimated. And we talked a little bit about that last go around. It's, it's tangible information. Then we use this unique uh, uh, integration of remote data from satellite localized weather integrated in and correcting error correcting along the way we have, of course have the crop data the planning harvest that gives us the bookends right to create that water balance and then we use advanced analytics that usda helped us develop over a five and a half year uh, r d project and then we have the ability to audit this data the same way your cpa can audit your data in the example you gave jeff where the irs came in so swim provides the equivalent of these financial statements for water um, and those that have an accounting background are going to understand this quite well right because they're looking at their financials in that way so we have this unique combination of real-time hardware-based monitoring like we talked last time it's real data it's not estimated it's what's coming from the field rock solid and then we have this unique combination of remote data via satellite and regional reporting uh sources we have localized weather then we have the crop data that give us the bookends to calculate that crop water budget so we have a start very defined start and very defined uh ending crop uh, analytics, and then data auditing, the ability to go in and audit that data the same way your CPA can do so in Jeff's example. IRS comes calling, they'll go in and look into the data. It's your data, so you can be, be trusting of it, um, and they can analyze it and make sure there's no holes in it. And the output is this statement, like a financial statement of water use. It's accurate, it's auditable if necessary, it's automated, so, requires very little infield uh, human touch, and it's trusted. We've, we've tested it at the state and regional level in three states. 
and they have taken our data, I wouldn't say at face value, but when you look at the level of, um, or I should say, when you look at the amount of work that goes into generating these reports, it's tough to argue. Yeah. So I'm not totally sold, Kevin, on this concept. I know why I need it. But what I really want to know, too, is does this work? Well, that's perfect lead-in, Richard. Thank you, Jeff. Next slide. Let's talk a little bit about this. Um, folks want to hear from folk in the field that have used it. And so I picked a couple of example case studies and testimonials to share. Uh, this first one from a gentleman, those from Fresno know him, Don Cameron, general manager of Terranova Ranch. Um, I respect the living daylights out of this guy. He has been a mentor. He has uh, both within ag and out of ag. The guy's been around and he knows his stuff and he doesn't just jump on every bandwagon of technology that comes. We had to, let's, I don't want to say kind of pass the gauntlet with him. You know, we went through the gauntlet a little bit with him when he was first trying it out. But being that he is a prominent uh, grower and he's involved in so many initiatives just outside of Fresno, folks come to him for advice as well they should. And, and so did we. So we had to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we tried to respond in that way. So he tested it. And I will pre uh, preface this video by saying it's a couple of years old. So he talks about the first and second year. He's probably five plus years into using SWIM, but this was his perception right around the first year or two mark. And with that, Jeff, if you'll go ahead and play the video, please. I'm Don Cameron, General Manager at Terranova Ranch. Uh, we've been using SWIM for the last two years to uh, monitor our water usage in uh, several crops here on the ranch. At first, we, uh, we were a little skeptical when we started with SWIM. Uh, didn't know if it was gonna benefit us long-term. But after the uh, second year that we've gone through now, we found some real discrepancies in our water application. Uh, we, uh, we've made changes already. But not only that, but we, we really think that uh, long-term, this is gonna be important to know exactly how much water we use on each crop as we deal with Sigma moving forward here. Uh, when dealing with SWIM, we just think that uh, they're a really good fit for operation here. We know that uh, monitoring water usage is going to be critical as we move forward. And we think uh, the swim is going to be the best choice for us here on Terranova. Yeah, wow, Kevin, that's a really good testimonial. What I really uh, like about this is at the beginning when he says we were skeptical, as he should have been, right? Any Anyone who's looking at this investment in their business should be skeptical of what they get out of it. And, uh, and it's great that he said it. That was and it's great that, that you guys proved to him that it, it, it worked. Thank you, Richard. That is, uh, his skepticism, that's the understatement of the, uh, the, the day for <laughs> sure. He was super skeptical. And well, he should have been. And there were many times early on where he said, look, guys, this is parts working. And, and he, to his credit, he tested the living daylights out of this. He ran it through his team. He has a professional operation. This isn't just a guy out that's been trying to do this. He has the pedigree and he knows what he's doing. So when he came back with feedback, we listened. We yeah. attempted to respond. Yeah. Not always hitting it. Yeah. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I even told you this story, but um, Don was the first person I called because I, I know Don uh, well also. And um, so when we were looking at um, getting together with you guys, he was the first first person I called. And, you know, he just he, he spoke a lot of praises of it. Um, he was big on the data side. You know, that's what he's doing. One of the comments that, that Don made 
I don't think he'd mind me sharing was it's not a matter of if um, there's going to be litigation about water. It's just a matter of when. And um, he wanted to have his own data set. His his only words to me was, "I'll keep subscribing. Just don't break it or or you know screw it up and bring it into to Jane." So you know how Don. Is. <laughs> that, that sounds like Don. Yeah. But yeah, the point is, is Don. I mean, he is connected in so many areas in ag, right? So. I mean, he's not just looking for something else that, you know, the newest, hottest, whatever. I mean, he's looking for something that's tangible. And if I had a dime for every time I've heard that type of comment from a grower saying, look, it's not a matter of, again, if, it's a matter of when. And who knows who's going to be the litigating parties. It varies depending on where you're, you're at. But when it's a matter of when, it's, it's like, look, how long do you want to be growing on that? I mean, these are multi-generational fields of, of family. And do you want this to be the last generation? I don't. I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be that person who's who's. But it, it does scare me a little bit that that one input into a farm can have such a negative uh, and adverse effect for the entire operation if that resource or input is not managed properly. Yeah. Well, it is uh, scary, and there, there's a lot of sweat equity that goes into these uh, investments. Sure is. Sure is, Richard. Um, here's another case study. So this is a Fresno farmer who was able to use SWIM to maintain his allocation, settle a legal dispute about overwatering. This individual asked us not to use his name, but he, he gave us the uh, permission to use the case study, and I, I think it's powerful. Um, so this grower, uh, grapes, almonds, tomatoes, carrots, he's, he's in a lot of things. Um, he was advised by his groundwater management agency when the GSAs first started putting their plans together that he could expect a reduction of 30% of his water allocation from groundwater. Now, of course, that's not his only source, but 30% of any one source is bad, right? It's a big amount. So he, he went in and did some analytics and figured that if it did hit 30%, at that point he didn't know for sure, but if it did, it could uh, net about a million dollars in lost production. And of course, that's each year. So it, it builds, right? And then there's the cost of replanting and this and that. And it, so that's the starting point for his loss. And to him, that was unacceptable. So we started our journey with him with SWIM around this idea of getting a very good irrigation efficiency measurement baseline and going from there. Instead of making these adjustments on the fly um, without data, we wanted him to be able to thoughtfully and progressively make adjustments through the crop season uh, and see the results, opposed to just kind of doing one of, one of these and, and guessing. Um, so what ended up happening with this gentleman is the first year it was about a 10% increase in yield on two of his fields specifically that we were case study modeling, and about a 10% reduction in water use. That saved him almost $40,000, and of course that's a yearly amount on delivery and pumping costs. The next year, uh, I wanna say it was about an 8%, 68% addition. So of course that's on top of the 10. And so he capped out at uh, around 20, 21%, but he was using this data religiously every week, going through it, going through it with his team, making minor tweaks. Again, he knew his field best or fields best, kicks the dirt every day. And so he used our data and leveraged it to bring it down. He had the reports, and he settled a dispute that he had with, uh, with the district with that data. And that's a pretty powerful, pretty powerful story from my perspective. 
Well, well, it sure is. And, and you try to imagine a 30% reduction in other uh, inputs, 30% reduction in fuel. You're not going to get this much, you know, reduce your fuel by that much. Your fertilizer. I mean, this is uh, devastating. And mm -hmm. uh, what a great story about how to, how to overcome that. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, Jeff, next slide, please. So let's talk a little, we talked a little bit about the Central Valley, gave some examples, couple. There's plenty from Bakersfield all the way north of Fresno. We, we've got example case studies that mirror this or are similar uh, in, in, uh, in scope. But let's talk a little bit about Southern California. We'll shift our focus down south. That area is unique, uh, managed by the Imperial Irrigation District. We offer down there only a consulting component. I know Jane does consulting and it's gonna be, it's expected to be integrated into the program. Uh, on a global level, but from SWIM's perspective, when we were operating as a early stage startup, we had a consulting component exclusively down there because this was one of the uh, main examples of where an irrigation district was literally willing to pay growers to save water, but they had to be super efficient and they couldn't use any kind of gaming of the system, right? So crop stress was out. Things that you could do with quote unquote would game the system and save consumed water were off the table because of course the goal was to produce crop mostly unchanged, right? But really tie in on the, on the efficiency of both delivered and consumed and be compensated relatively decently on that saved water that could then be used in an alternative fashion. Well, what would you think would be a good tool to uh, use to back that? That would, be, that would be a perfect case study for SWIM. Um, since the rebate is based off, or the payment is based on historical data and how close it is to a specific baseline ET or consumptive use value, that particular area uses a target. We talked a little bit about this on the previous uh, uh, webinar. A target, irrigate to, and then we see the irrigation and consumption. And so it kind of gives, uh, it gamifies the process, for lack of a better word. It allows the grower to kind of make some changes, go back and look, change, go back and, and look, and make changes throughout on the fly versus, again, waiting till the end of the season and saying, why didn't I uh, have any saved consumptive use water? We try to get in front of that. Uh, next slide, Jeff, if you could. I'm going to go ahead and share a little example uh, case study. Uh, Callan Farms, he's one of our clients. We love him. Uh, this is Sean speaking a little bit about his experience. And again, he doesn't have stigma to deal with. He doesn't have groundwater. He has surface water from the Colorado River vis-a-vis -vis IID. So his challenges you're going to hear are a little bit different, but listen to the underlying tones of the value proposition and, and how he's managing it down in that region. All right. Hi, my name is Sean Callens, uh, owner and operator of Callens Farms uh, here in uh, Westmoreland, California. Uh, I've started using SWIM about a year ago, uh, just to start working on efficiency, checking accuracy of deliveries, and so far I have no complaints. Uh, I'm able to monitor hour by hour if I want, uh, all my irrigations, and it, it helps me be much more efficient uh, and help save water. So, uh... There's question time. What what did you hear in that video that probably transcends, regardless of the region that you're in? What what did you hear, if you guys don't mind me asking? The, the first thing that caught my ear really quickly on this was uh, hour by hour. Uh, you know, really, 
you know, by the time we find out how much the water costs or how much we use, it's usually way down the line, too late to do anything about it. He, he can adjust on an hourly basis. Right. And down there, that's important because he needs to make a call to stop the delivery well in advance of needing the water not there anymore, if that makes sense. Right. Because it's yeah. being channeled through an open channel environment. Jeff, did you hear anything? I, I, I heard um, for me, the delivery, the accuracy, um, talking about, um, you know, monitoring the, the actual delivery. That's and a great one. I think he used the term discrepancy, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and it, what's funny is, well, maybe it's not funny. Open channel is its own beast of measuring. It took us a while to figure out that one. Lots of folks have gotten down there. Very few have stayed because you have that velocity change that's so significant in this open channel environment. But that was the area we had most significant impact in probably earlier because of the variance, right? If you can show a 15, 18% difference in water delivery versus um, what's um, being consumed, that's a big savings, a huge savings. Yeah. Um, and, it, it, and it's material to the grower and can make the difference between them being uh, profitable and not. Yeah. So, okay, next, uh, next slide, appreciate the input on that. So a couple of things we took away from that example, Sean's frustrations were around water delivery from uh, the district, actual crop water usage. He wasn't sure if he was being as efficient as possible, he wanted to know. So, and we hear this a lot when growers pick up new ground, it's not like they were kicking the dirt on this or multi-generations on some of the farms that they've had where they know they're at a total loss going in, in the, or into the, uh, into the game with that new field. So having, having that data helps lessen the learning curve and allows them to establish a baseline way quicker. Um, our service down there provides this value to lease ground as well, right? Because the same, same situation, every field is unique. We bring that historical data that's uh, coming into the system and set in and starting as a baseline, and then we start the actual analysis. Uh, next slide, please. I think that's the last one. Oh, well, that's it. So uh, those were great case studies, let me tell you. And uh, one thing I think about when I hear this and then I see it's getting better with the addition of Jane uh, logic, but um, my question to you, Jeff Tool, is, uh, what about the expense of this? Is this going to be really expensive to implement now? You know, <clears throat> with showing the, the pyramid that I showed kind of gave some indication, but, um, you know, I think, and, and, uh, and Kevin might want to comment as well. Um, I can give some, some ideas and, and Kevin can talk a little bit about, you know, what they thought from a historical perspective, but one of the things that is clear i hope to all the viewers is the breadth of options that are possible it's it's not something you can simply state as a as a single price or a flat price i think when you think about your irrigation system and when you were you know getting bids on on having your irrigation system installed you know they we have to go through that same process at this point you know we start with a field assessment you know we do a design based on exactly you know what the grower wants to achieve and then you know this this design is what ultimately drives the cost and we really strive to maximize the value at, at the lowest uh, at the lowest possible cost and i guess you know to give a range i, I would say Growers could get in as low as $4 an acre per year for centralist gene logic, which is a, 
a great value. Um, and then we've had systems that have gone in that are, you know, for full automation that would be, you know, I'll say in the range of, of $300 per acre. And, and you've got everything in, in between there. Um, you know, on the $300 one, it's not saying that that's, uh, that's a common price for automation. It really depends, especially when you look at it on a per acre basis as to was this a, a 20 acre field with, you know, four sets on it? Um, or was it an 80 acre field with a single set? And, and that is a great um, uh, driver uh, to the cost per, per acre. Right, and as a consumer, Jeff, I really appreciate that for a couple of reasons. One, if it was just done on a grid scale, you know, one acre is X, and uh, that means that uh, I'm going to be paying a worst case scenario. And my situation might be better than worst case, and as a result, I may get a lower price. And yeah. so uh, having this set up this way, um, you know, we always know it depends, right? It depends on what you have and giving the flexibility and the pricing. I think that's great. So Richard, I'll, I'll add a little bit of our journey early on around pricing strategy. When we, when we started the journey, right? We, I mean, a lot of the growers looked at many of their other inputs on a price per acre basis. So we went down that road of trying to create a price per acre uh, model. But as you saw from Jeff's pyramid earlier in the presentation, you can start with something very simple and then all of a sudden, you know, right? I mean, what's the response? Let me go see your field because every field's different. And so we went down that road and what we found was a challenge for very small blocks or small fields, the price per acre was up. And then we had this epiphany at some point and we said, you know, the cost of deploying SWIM, like any infrastructure, right? It, it to, well, for SWIMs, I should say specifically, if it's a 100 acre field or a 500 acre field or something in between, the cost to deploy that system is roughly the same for us. So we don't look to necessarily take advantage of the grower from that regard. But what we did, what did come to us from all, this, all of this was that a grower doesn't look at their tractor on a per acre basis generally, at least the ones we talked to, right? They look at it as a capital investment with an ROI. And when we started looking at the ROI of uh, you know, saving water, increasing yields, operation-wide, whatever SWIM was uh, monitoring at the time, it was much easier to communicate the, the value proposition. And you didn't get into this, well, you know, $20 an acre is too much, $30 an acre is too much. You almost look for the ROI. And what's it mean? Some cases, it's all the way from, if I don't get my water allocation as efficient as possible, I might go in the red and I may not be able to grow for much longer, a couple more seasons. It could be that far side of the spectrum all the way to, look, I'm pretty efficient. I'm looking to fill in the gaps, get better, um, which of course has a top and bottom line um, impact. And so that's the evolution we went through, but I'm super happy to hear through this integration model that Jane's looking to bring to the party. I can't see it getting worse. I can see it getting better significantly from an integration and price versus value standpoint. Yeah. Well, yeah, good, good points, Kevin. And listen, uh, if anybody has a question about price or wants some pricing, Jeff's phone number and his uh, email address are on the screen, screen right now. Please reach out to him and, uh, and uh, he'll, he'll work with you and get you a fair price that uh, you're going to benefit from. Absolutely. We'd love to um, love to talk. We, we, we're, our guys are in the field all the time. I did want to make one, one uh, comment. And uh, when, when Kevin said, you said it twice, for those that can uh, have an accounting background, 
I don't know a lot of growers with an accounting background. I just wanted to make make sure when, before we finish the webinar today that nobody that's going to come out to visit you or give you a quote or do your reports as an accountant. <laughs> so <laughs> most of the most of the growers are, have have a, aversion to uh, to their accountants. It's one of those necessary evils, but. I think when you're accounting for water and doing the water balance, you know, that we're talking about here, it, it's the perfect analogy and, and absolutely necessary. Nothing personal to accountants, right, Jeff? <laughs> I know that. I know you would never, never, never do that, right? Never. Right. Necessary. Yeah. Now, we're, we're water accountants. I like using that analogy just because it it helps folks understand that level of granularity, but we're not sending accountants like to do numbers. They don't like to do and I just wanted to poke at you anyway. I had to get something in there. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Well, as usual, you guys did a beautiful job today. Uh, we really, right, my goal uh, for you guys was uh, make sure we understand why we need this and then prove that it works. And you guys did a fabulous job in, in doing that today. So thank you. I hope everybody will take advantage of uh, uh, Jeff's uh, contact information and reach out to him. Uh, Kevin, thank you. You've been just fabulous on these uh, three webinars. I really appreciate that. So thank you. Thanks to everybody for joining us today. And uh, please remember, you can see all our trainings at the janesusa.com website forward slash trainings or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. In addition, we're going to be back on Friday with a webinar and it kind of fits in with this whole technology around water costs. Uh, and for our uh, landscape customers, we've got a feature that we just released in Jane Unity, and that is a cost of water feature. Our customers can now see real time what an irrigation is costing them uh, right after it happens. So uh, you want to find out how much it costs to water your front yard, you're going to know now with uh, with Jane uh, Unity. So anyway, that'll be Friday at, uh, at 12 o'clock uh, Pacific. So again, you guys, thanks very much. Uh, look forward to seeing everybody on Friday. Um, talk to you all soon. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. Thank you.